Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Shana Jones. Shana is the founder of Keep Pushing, Inc., and the Grab and Go Table. Both are designed to help people in need and create a better life for those in the community. Hi, Shana. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Mish. And you're in Florida right now. <laughs> Lucky duck. What's going on in Florida? Well, you know, everybody always tell me I have to do some self-care. So this is the home of my mother. Um, she's in Uly, Florida, right outside of Jacksonville. And so anytime I feel overwhelmed or feel like I'm about to explode, I just take a quick trip down here to Uly, Florida to my mom, one, to lay in her arms, and two, and go walk on the water. And I get rejuvenated, then I could come back to Missouri, and I could go back and put my boots on the ground, and I could work as hard as I need to. Okay, so that is really smart because I am I I I shared with this with you when we first started talking that I read that there are people there's a high incidence right now of people that are dying because they are working fifty five plus hours a week, and you just can't do that to yourself. You have to have breaks. You have to rest. You're not doing anyone any favors by constantly working. It's very hard. I mean, especially as a community leader, especially during this time when you see your community going through so much and we at Keep Pushing Inc., we, we, we work at overtime. We've been working over 365 days. We've been at it with the grab and go table for um, 13 and a half months. And in the beginning, during the pandemic last year, we was running seven days a week. So you got to imagine seven days a week for a whole year going in and out, rain, sleet, snow, all kind of things, trying to help the people that we serve in our community. And it it do take a tear. It take a wear and tear. And I'm a stubborn type of person. But, you know, by me being a survival lupus and diabetes and all that kind of stuff, I have to understand that. I have to stay healthy so I can be able to lead for one and also be able to help out my community because we do take on a lot. We don't just give people food. We also be the other ear and stand in the gap for different problems and issues. So we kind of take it off your shoulder and pin on our shoulders. So if we don't dump off and relax, we cannot because we'll get over full and, you know, explosion. Exactly. Comes. Well, and. So. Bodies have a way of stopping us when, when the body's like, oh, it's enough, right? Yeah. It's enough. Now I'm going to make you stop. And you're like, oh, dang it. So let's talk about what you do though, because I mean, both of these initiatives are just amazing. So let's start with Keep Pushing Inc. So Keep Pushing Inc., we was founded October 18, 2018. I decided that I wanted to start a nonprofit um, to help people transition back home. My key thing is people always, you know, we help the homeless all the time and people always really focus on seeing people on the street and they say those are the homeless. But as I had been around in different meetings in the community, I realized people are are homeless by living with their mothers or living with their family members. So, you know, they don't have their own place. So I wanted to create a nonprofit that give out resources more than just resource. I want to be an action person. I wanted to see results. So I wanted to create a nonprofit to help people transition back into home. And that, with that being said, 
I wanted to offer like classes, like partner with banks to offer like credit classes, home ownership classes, budget classes, because we need to start the foundation to figure out how can we transition you back into your home, into your own security, you know? And then I also want to deal with people that have mental health challenge. So I want to partner with counselors and different doctors so we could really get to the root of the situation why people are going into the same cycle and how can we stop this cycle? So it's a lot of in um, things that you have to look at when you think about transition back into home. You know, it's, it's, you know, back in the day, you used to draw the little bubble and you picture yes. that, that point, like fear in the middle, and then you draw off of that bubble. So, you know, we work with the branches to cut so we could dig deep into what is the main route. And so just transition back at home to me, I didn't want to be that person. Say, oh, I found you a place here. Go get in the place. But right. we didn't deal and then with, they can't sustain yeah. it. Yeah, because we didn't deal with the budget. We didn't deal with the mental health. We didn't deal with the insecurity. We didn't deal with, you know, it's all different routes. So keep pushing. Oh. I, I wanted to produce a nonprofit that was more passionate about the issue and not be a, the drive-by and just say, hey, we got you a house. Or, hey, we paid your bills. Or, hey, you know, we sent you to a class. I wanted to be a more of attachment. Like, I want to be that extended new family member to the person I'm helping. Oh my gosh. That is fabulous. I mean, you're right. There's, you can't just give somebody a house and be like, okay, and everything's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, and, and I think this has been proven again and again. I mean, they've tried like, here's housing for you. And then there's all these other issues that need to be addressed so the person can sustain it and be healthy. Yeah, because that most a, people, that's a lot. That's a lot, Shana. Wow. <laughs> yeah, okay, this is because, why you need a vacation. Yeah, because most people, you give them a house. Then they'd be like, well, how do I put the furniture in the house? You know, how do I juggle house, children, job? How do, how do I juggle all that? I got the house. Yes, I'm off the street, but how do I juggle everyday living? You know, so. Well, and the things you don't know when you get a house. I mean, you know, I mean, I remember way back when, when I was my, a first time house owner and I had no idea the maintenance. Oh the, yeah. I was like overwhelmed with all, you know, and then it's like one thing happens, like plumbing does something mm -hmm. you don't want it to do. And you're like, oh, how much is this going to cost? You know, there's a better way to help people, to set them up, to help them understand, you know, this is what home ownership actually is. I mean, it's hard enough to go get a mortgage and all of that. And then you get into the house and you realize, oh gosh, yeah, <laughs> this is a lot of work. You know, so that's, that's why I keep pushing. I I'm very unique and different. And my team, they understand that's what it is. If I meet you, it's no longer, Hey, I need my bill paid. I don't just go pay a bill. I need right. to sit down with you and we need to budget. We need to understand how did you get to the part where you had to come and ask for help? You know, we understand like 2020, everybody lost jobs, everything. But even during that part, you know, a lot of people look at me kind of crazy when I say this. Even during 2020, people lost jobs. If we had helped people learn how to budget, save an account, and take the steps, 2020 wouldn't have been so bad on most of our people in the community because they would have been prepared. You know, my grandma exactly. used to always say, save for a rainy day. 
So you kind of prepare for if the roar blow up or if something happened and you have that saving account or you have your 401k set up right or, you know, you won't go into that hardship as most people did because nobody was really ready because nobody taught them about budget or finances exactly. or stuff like that. So, you know, that's why I look more deeper um, and just not say, hey, I, hey, we got to pay a bill today. No. I need to make sure we don't have to, I don't want to see my same people come back to me. You know, right. I really, right. like 2020, it broke my heart to see the same family using the grab and go tape. And I had to come to a realization that some of them was going to be same people because some of those people was not going to be able to get government assistance. Some of those people was not able to be prepared, you know, to have six kids in the house at one time and they just eat it, mm -hmm. eat it, eat it, you know. A lot of things happen, so I, I look over all that, but then I also sit down and write things to try to say, okay, if this happened again, how can I prepare my community? How can I get them ready so it won't be so intense? You know right. what I'm saying? If the world shut down, because we have to look at different objects so we won't have to repeat the cycle. So let's talk about the grab-and-go table. So we talked All about right. keep pushing, but like the grab and go table. I mean, I love the, I love this. So I'm, I'm saying the simplicity of the idea, <laughs> but I'm also knowing that there is a lot of dang work that goes into it. Um, but talk about the grab and go table. What is that all about? So the grab and go table, um, April the 3rd, 2020, that's the first day we set the table out. And the table basically started my 15 year old go to um, Maplewood Richmond Heights school. And they were still doing like preparing lunches for the families that need lunches and everything. But at the oh, same cool. time, the cafeteria workers got COVID because, you know, back in March, oh, April last year, right. everybody didn't know how COVID was hidden. So COVID was just popping up, pop, 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 you know, just all out the blue. So the workers got COVID and they put out a message like we are, unfortunately, we are sorry that we have to, you know, close down the cafeteria. We got to clean. We got, you know, because everything was so new. So yeah, I was like, right. oh, my God. So, you know, as being a person with high risk, you know, doctors like don't go nowhere, stay in the house. I'm like, oh, what am I supposed to do? Wait, wait, you me? Know? Quarantine? Me? Wait, I'm Shana. I can't. I'm on I the can't go. Even sit down. Yeah, what I'm saying? I can't <laughs> even sit down. You know, I need to do something. So I contact the school. I said, well, can I? make the school lunches and, you know, after I put them on the table and sit them out there by the road so people, you know, contact and they could come. They was like, that sounds like a good idea, but we don't know how we could not be liable. You know, we couldn't, they could promote it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because right. that's like, you know, so I was like, well, I'm going to make some lunches, set lunches and uh, put some apples and oranges on the table. And I just go to social media and like, hey, went to the next door app. Hey, people, hey, neighbors, you know, come over here corner of Fork and Brindell, and we got a table out. Come get your kids some lunches and everything, and hey, we're going to get through this together. And my 14-year-old um, went and got the poster board, made a little sign, said, grab and go, and keep pushing, keep this, you know, motivation. We in this together, and wow. So we did that for a week. And then one day, a lady came by and asked me, said, do you have a can of corn? You know, she said, I'm just trying to put a meal together. And at that time, the stores had shut down because, you know, it was getting crazy. So, right. you know, uh, Walmart was closing at four. You know, they was cutting down hours. Snooks still had closed down. And so I said, oh, yeah, I got some corn. And so I was like, 
maybe I need to put some canned goods, some food, because I'm asking on the groups like, do y'all be needing like sugar? I know, you know, everything's changing. So the next week we put out a table with different um, rice, potatoes, you know, corn where people can make a meal. Then the week after I opened my door, I got groceries at my door and they say it's for the grab and go table. And so, you know, the light bulb in my head went, pew. I got That's something what, going on here. They're, they're, I got something going on. in need and yeah. other people are willing to help. And so, you know, we just put the table out there. One time I thought that somebody was coming, swiping the whole table. So I'm looking at my camera like, there's people come. And I think like the first week I had like 15 people. I was like, oh my God, 15 people came and pulled something off the table. Like, wow. So I was like, okay, every day it was like, let's get up, take stuff out. I was like, I need to go to the store. You know, my partner like, you're not going to the store. You're not supposed to be out. I was like, listen, when you go to the store, buy these items. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I need you to go in the store and I need you to buy these items so we can put it on the table. And everybody looking at me like, are you serious? I'm like, yes. And it just became, we went from one little four foot table. We bought a six foot table because it started expanding because I started putting pads out there. I started putting deodorant out there, started putting cleaning supplies out there. Then next day, people were bringing more stuff. So I had to get two more tables. We started adding tables. Then we added a tent because it had got hot one day. So we were trying to protect the canned goods. Now I'm up to 14 tables and serving 5,000 people a month. Oh, my gosh. All just like that. Oh, my and gosh. It is a lot and of work. And you're supplying some of this, but you also have people that are bringing things to you now that are, yes. that's helping out, right? Yes. We had a 50-50 now, you know, during the pandemic, it was, it was hard that we was getting more donors in, but, you know, things are kind of selling back. So, you know, people are like, okay, she's going to stop. And I'm like, I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going to quit. I'm not stopping. I'm still providing because my numbers, we just take zip codes and how many in the family to keep data to number. And my numbers are still high because even with people's transition back into work and everything, if you notice, a lot of people is not going back to work because you see all these four hiring signs everywhere you go. Every store you go in, so well, they look yeah, for workers. Right. So, there's a lot of people. There's, but they, but you know, you get it, right? They're they're getting more money. Yeah. Right. They're making more money than they were when they were working, and 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 plus they got to be home with the kids, and it's just. But it's, I would. It's a would, difficult place to be in. I would say that. A lot of people are like, well, if they go back to work, I was like, but you got to understand, we were shut down for 12 months. Do right. you know if your bills, your bills fell behind how you need to catch up, even with utility assistant, rent assistant, all that, they only pay it one time. And like they pay it for the whole, you know, catch up like every month. So you still, they, they are paid that one time, but you're still responsible for every other month. And if you got six kids at home, your lights are still on 24-7 because they're not going to school. They're not going outside. they all right. on electronics. Your bill is going to stay high. And I have seen it. I have seen people bring me their bill after bill. And like they're like, I just don't know how to catch up. So I have to keep my unemployment going because if I stop unemployment, I'm getting 600 for unemployment, which at work, I'm only getting $300. So, right. you know, it, right. it's a it's a juggle to what we really need to do. And I do understand it. So that's why I keep the grab and go table going because the grab and go table, we do cleaning supplies. We do hygiene, we do food and everything. Most person that come to the grab and go table, 
they they walk away with about $250 worth of groceries because they do oh not, they do not, we don't have a limitation. And I know you've seen the pictures of my grab and go table. We, we keep fresh produce. I mean, we have every produce that you could go buy in a grocery store because we go buy out all these. I go every week and buy out all these, you know what I'm saying? We have all the juices. We have cooking all flour, sugar, you know, everything from vegan to organic. You know, we go to Trader Joe's, we go to Whole Foods. We don't just go to one. Our table is so versatile. So everybody could come to this table and get a, a lot, you know, and it, it, I'm, I'm grateful for that part. You know, we haven't made to a part, you know, we can't partner with the food bank or operate food search because of COVID. They're not taking a new partnership, but okay. I am grateful that other organizations, they see what's going on at the grab and go table and they would bring the bulk items to us. You know what I'm saying? We had the lady, right. who, donate, lady who donate like 500 cans of tuna, you know? And so we could, we could space it out, you know, and right. it, it helps so much. Um, it's, it's I awesome. I feel like Instacart should be partnering with you. And you know what? I, I'm, I'm trying on, everything. Go bring Listen. us some Aldi's I, instead of you having to go to Aldi's and get all this. And, and I'll be honest with you. A lot of people don't understand the labor because we, That's we a actually, lot of labor. We, we put up tents. We put up tables. We had to break down. We all went through 10 tents because the weather just hit and, you know, they flying all over the world. Yep. But, you know, we, we, we have to lift all those canned goods. We, we do approximately probably 3,200 candles, canned goods. Every time we set up, that's the table. heavy. That's so, heavy weight. What are some dream partnerships you'd like to see? What What do you need to continue to keep doing this and and for Shana to stay healthy along with dream, your crew? Dream partnership. I would like to really see. Number one, I would like to partner with my local. Like we have a Walmart and Sam's Club one mile from my house where we set up the gravitation. I would love to partner with them because they are right up the street. They're local and it's putting it right back into the community and they could see it firsthand. Another partnership I love, I would love to partner with the food bank because we all have the same mission. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We all working and putting it right back into the community. And I see that they could see firsthand that the grab and go table is like out there. You know, we all made it on CNN. We all made it to ABC. So they could see the work of the, the fruit of their work is, is being produced right there at the grab and go. Another dream uh, contract I would love to see, I would love to see U-Haul or like um, prison because oh, the truck to move the stuff. That's a good idea. You yeah. Know, yeah. I, I rent from U-Haul three times a week just to move food. And my budget just in U-Haul per month, we're spending about fifteen hundred dollars, and that's just renting the truck and then have to fill the tank. So it's just not just the need of just the food. I need more connection with people that would help me with that expense because we are moving a lot of food. You know, we go to thank God for Mr. Josh because we go to his and Pit Palace in the warehouse because we have to move food all week and we have to drive up to like. Festus, uh, Herculaneus, drive all the way down to Winsorville. And when people say they have food, I have to rent and we have to go. And so I would love to have connection like that to help just move um, the, the food, you know, because we're not just picking up food. We're picking up like last uh, two weeks ago, we had a whole bunch of finish. The um, dish detergent, what you put in your dishwasher, 
Right. Somebody donate a whole pallet, two pallets of it. Oh That's heavy gosh. stuff. And but yes. you know, it's the quality because I want my grab and go table to have one quality. And I want people to feel like they are in Disbur, they are in Whole Food, Snooks, Walmart, and they could shop. You know, they come grab grab a bag and they go shopping. And that's the appearance I want. But, you know, like you said, the labor is hard. We be up to right. midnight sometime. You know, we be up to midnight moving stuff and everything, well, now, restacking. We're and <laughs> summer. We're, we need, we need, if you're Oof. a football player in high school, you Volunteers. need a summer internship yes. and some volunteerism going. Yes. We need, we need the muscle out there. Now, yes. I, let me just run back real quick. When you said, Josh, are you talking about Medici? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, you know, we love Medici. They're all <laughs> yes, about kindness as well. Yes. And so, so you're storing a lot there at Medici. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Actually, yes. And so I need, you know, I need people on my team for one that have the passion to serve their community and see results, you know, not just be the drive-by, but they actually see real time results. I need, I need partners. I need partners who love what I do. And not just love what I do, but love what we are doing for the community. They can actually see the grab and go tape in real life. They can actually see the keep pushing ink is out there on the ground 24-7. I need uh, sponsors that would come in and say, hey, we're going to take the layoff you. Like today, instead of you setting up the table, we are sending 10 people over there and they're going to set up the table. They're going to get all the stuff because we have to go up and downstairs because I have turned my whole basement of my house into a pantry. You know, oh we have put shelves up. We have to move things, put pallets down. And But it's a upstairs, upstairs. Again, we have like uh, dollies, five dollies, moving things around. You know, it's a whole lot that takes in place. Right. But I don't complain because I know where I'm doing it. I see the bigger picture. I see the unseen. That's awesome. The unseen but yeah, is I, so it's so I'm wonderful. I'm happy to you me. see it, but, but you you could use support. Have you yeah. asked you all? Like, have you said, "Hi, here's my bills over the past however many months that I've spent with you." What do you guys think about giving me a break or helping me out a little bit? So I did go through there, and the manager that was at you all that we always go to, he was he was wonderful because he used to just charge us for the truck, but when COVID hit and everything, he left. And a new oh, person darn. in, so oh, we we still trying to we still trying to make in uh, relationship and stuff like that. Uh, I'm trying to do because I am five hundred one c three, so I'm trying to do more, learn how to do more like the grants, so write things to the company to try to get more corporate accounts and everything. But until then, because like I said, keep pushing my story. October of um, two thousand nineteen. When COVID hit, I was in the process of laying the foundation again, everything on the road. I wasn't like, you know, right. we were just in the process of learning bylaws, get the board together and, you know, move on. And then March happened, everything shut down, you know, and I was like, oh my God. But at the same time, God and my faith is so deep. So God had another vision and he saw something else when he made me set up that table. And that table went, shoo, you know, just took off, you know, interviews, That's news, so, everything. No and I love kidding. it. 
I, I love it. I love all of it because we was helping the community. We, we had the GoFundMe account. We was doing everything to help the community. But at the end of the day, as a business person, as an entrepreneur, I had to realize I had to get back to my front, my, you know, the foundation, you know, right. to get everything right. stable so we won't crumble. And so that's why I'm on this relaxation time right now, because I have been zoom, zoom, zoom and so much. And I didn't understand a whole lot. You know, I'm going to be honest with you, Mitch. I have been doing so much. People was like they, they was trying to tear me down to stop me. I don't have to fight lawsuits because people felt like I was doing wrong by just feeding people, giving the resource. You know, I had big corporations coming after me. You might see that soon on the news, but you know, people saw me as more of a threat than a help. And I'm just saying outside the bubble, you know, not just my community I'm helping, but you know, back in, I think it was May, I was on the news. Because I was getting all kind of letters to my front door. You know, people want to stop me. This this being an entrepreneur, and I might be jumping off the little subject, but being an entrepreneur is more than just building. It's putting your whole life into something. And you have to take uh, all yes. of it. And me being yeah. the baby, it, it was hard. You know, I was, I was one, I had lost eight people. So I, I was, I still haven't grieved family members, friends of the law. So I was still working through grieving and everything. So when all these thorns start coming at me, coming at keep pushing, which is me, <laughs> but coming at the grab and go and all that, it kind of made me overboard. And I went through a shutdown moment. And so I Aww. had to, I had to step back. Like I haven't even talked to talk to some people because I have been like shut down. Like, cause I'm like, why do people do this? You know, it, it couldn't, like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do good here. Yeah. And yet there's people that feel I'm, I'm doing something that's bad or that it's, it's whatever it is. That's a difficult one because I get it. And it, and it's in it. And with I'm being an entrepreneur, we are the people that we just our our work, our work life is our life life as well in many yeah. ways. Cause we're living our passion in some way. And we put everything into it. And then every once in a while, someone just comes along and tries to, well, I don't want you doing that. And you're like, what? I didn't see that coming. I was doing this from the good of my heart. I wasn't trying to cause issues. It's a difficult place to be in. I'm going to send you lots of love on that. Yeah, it's That's very difficult. difficult. And so it had to, you know, I had to regroup because I was like, well, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. This is just too many. If all these people feel that, but then I, I'm glad for my circle. I'm glad for one, my mom and everybody that's in my circle say, you know what? No, you're doing the right thing. You're doing what you're supposed to do. So this is why they come at you. So I had to regroup because I, I, I promise you last month I couldn't serve. I, I was too off page. You know, I was serving, but I wasn't serving. You know, I gotcha. even had people that gotcha. people that would come to the table. They said, you just don't look right. You don't, you know, are you okay? You know, I was like, yeah, the food out there, you know, but it wasn't the love, you know, because most people that come to my table, I have that light on that love. So even if they want to break down the cry, they knew they could come cry on my shoulder. You know what I'm saying? And I feel yeah, bad that's because- That's a lot to take on. Yeah. That's a, lot but, to, that's a lot to take that on. But when you have mothers and you have single fathers and you have older people and they just don't have people to connect or talk or they just need- release you know i get messages 24 7 people like like my life my servant is lifestyle 
this is my lifestyle. Like even while mm-hmm. I'm in Florida, I still get text messages. Hey, Miss Shannon, can I just talk to you for a minute? And if I turn off, you know, you just don't know. And I, like I told when I was at ABC, I might be broken, but I'm helping broken. But those broken pieces come together. We make it one whole heart. And that was pushed us back. We have to save the ones that, you know, that's right here on earth. And I can't go, oh, me, oh, me, oh, why? Because if I do that, I don't need to be an entrepreneur. I don't need to be in the position where I'm at because I'm not built for it. But God said I'm built for it. So I have to know how to dust myself off and get back up and focus. But I have to do self-care too. And give yourself some breathing room. And I'm glad you're doing that right (laughs) now. I'm glad. So let me ask, I've got some kind of, let's just talk about you. Let's, let's, let's ask you some fun questions. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, I got fun questions for you. (laughs) So these are just, these are just about Shana and who she is. So tell me, is there a particular song that when it comes on you think, oh, please, I got to turn this off. It's so horrible. (laughs) Oh, that's a tough one. We all know the songs we like, but are there songs you're like, oh, this song, this song gives me a headache. You know what? I, I don't really have a song that give me a headache. I love music. <laughs> and see, like I always, I'm weird. I'm very weird. I see like no, I can find. You're, you're awesome weird. I love your weirdness. So <laughs> I, see, like, I can find about, something. I can find something. Tell me something about a song, a song that, that you just love. What's your favorite song right now then? My favorite song? I can feel it coming in the air tonight oh my gosh that's <laughs> awesome that's a good hey i'm just gonna vibe out yes, this song. that's gotta I give you some him. relaxation oh Listen, my gosh that's awesome I, lo- I love the beat drop i love all that you know i can zone out i love him so much cool cool all right well so then how about is there um gosh you're in florida right now so this will be interesting but is there a certain scent that you love like one of your favorite scents when you smell it, you're like, oh, this is a good smell. Lavender. Ooh, my daughter's a huge lavender fan. We got a lot of lavender. lavender. Lavender's good, right? That's so everything you're telling me is is I like things that make me calm down mm-hmm. and just reconnect and very good. I ask this of everyone, and I'm you're gonna have too much to talk about, but just let's pick one. Okay. Um have you witnessed or given or received? Now we already know that you have definitely given and received, but talk about just a, a give us a story around kindness right now. Like just one thing that's kind of top of mind of some kindness you've experienced that given, received, witnessed, whatever you wanted to go, wherever you want to go with it. So before I left to come here, I was in Maplewood at the DMV. And I was just there because um, I had to get some plates for the car and everything. And it was a guy in there. He had, um, is it Parkin? Parkin's disease. Mm-hmm. But he kept dropping his paper. You know, he just, you could tell he was at one, his flare up moment. And he kept dropping his paper. He could hardly stand. And I guess the, you know, being in the DMV, you wait by an hour. And that was kind of giving overwhelm. You know, he was ready. It was just, but it was the clerk at the DMV because he was getting up asking like, is it my turn? Is it my turn? You know, he was literally, but she was so sweet. She was like, no, Mr. John, just, you know, and that's not his name, but he was like, just sit down, just, you know. And so then 
every time he moved, he dropped his paper. So this guy, he kept picking up. I mean, he literally picked up this paper more than a hundred times, you know? And I was just sitting there. I was like, see, this is community. Yeah. This is what community is all about. Community is all about, we might not look like each other. We might not be on the same path, but when we can stop our life just to help our neighbor or somebody, a stranger, that that's what I love. That's why I love. Me too. And I oh love gosh. that kindness because we don't have to know each other. We don't have to know this, the story. But just to take that one second out to help somebody, you might never know what you're doing into that person's life. And that moment no sitting kidding. there in the, in, in the DMV and just watching because that man, he could be like, I'm not picking that paper up no more, you know, but it was just right. like, it was no problem. He didn't, you know, he just kept doing it. And I that lady it. at the clerk, why she got, you know, the DV is crazy. Why she got other people, because other people is up there and he just, you know, bumping them out the way. She could say, sir, sit down, you know. But every time it was just, you know, it was just people a nice. People were patient. Yeah, people was patient. Kind. How you doing, you know. And it was just awesome, you know. And I sat back in that moment and I was like, this is why I love where I live. Because I see the kindness just spread around. And I love it. That's awesome. And thank you for sharing that story. No problem. So where can people find out more about you? I know you're on Facebook. We're on Facebook, both Instagram, both places, Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> but if you really want to keep up with us, you go to www.keeppushinginc.org. And you could keep up all our flyers, everything we got going on. We update our website daily. So you could find us. You could click on the quick links to get us to our social media. And you could just always, you could always text 314-390-5225. And we will answer you. We will talk to you. And hey, don't be shy because I'm not. <laughs> I, you are not. And you are doing amazing <laughs> things in this world, Shana Jones. And I appreciate it so oh, I, much. I thank you. I really thank you for taking time out. And I was oh like, oh, my gosh. Are you kidding? I mean, Thank you. I was very excited. <laughs> my my buddy Lashonda told me about you, and so Lashonda works with Josh over at Medici, and yes, those two are very special to me. And whenever they tell me, "Oh, you got to go talk to this person," I already know I absolutely have to. So I'm sure sure happy they told me to talk to you. Well, thank you so much. I'm glad I got to take some time out and just be here to. You know, this is the first time I've been talking about keep pushing and grab a go since I've been gone. And I, I love it because I'm ready to get back in the zone. I'm, I'm ready to get back on my plane, get back home. And I'm ready to see all my smiling faces and do what we need to do because I just love it. But I thank everybody who support us. I thank everybody who share my posts. I thank everybody who come by the house, drop off a donation or who just drop off a, a letter to say, encouraging because those words really encourage me to keep going and i appreciate everybody just for the love because as i always say from my house to your house i love y'all oh and that's my all. gosh we are we, thank we, you we are in this together you know we, we we're we are family in this people don't yeah. people we are all family they were all we're in this together people let's let's realize that and just be loving on every front well I think thank that's you you're, things you're, so. <laughs> We are family. Yeah. You know that all right. we are the world song that used Ooh, to make. That's with? a good one too. That's yeah. a good one. And when you said we are family, <laughs> I thought about that. 
I thought about that when you said we we'll are just, family. We'll so. just make a whole Shana playlist. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well, thank you, my dear love. Kisses. Keep going. Get rest before you come back. I will. Get rest thank and beach so time much. and give mama a big hug from all of us. I will. Thank you, Miss Hancock. Thank you so much. And everybody out there, you have been listening to Mishmash. Go spread that kindness. Uh, come to Facebook. Check out 100th ME. That is our Facebook group where we talk kindness. Love you all. Bye. Bye.